Hello, welcome guys and everyone. Hello sir, how are you? I'm doing very well, just uh, waiting for Stephen as well to join and we'll give it a few more minutes and then we can start the main subject for tonight. How are you doing and uh, especially like thank you first and foremost because I know it's a, a bit a bit late in, in your home city at the moment so uh, no worries I'm basically living in the European time zone right now so <laughs> that's why so basically yeah, actually uh, I, I, I just got back to, to Vietnam a week ago before a month-long trip to to Europe all the events and everything it was quite fascinating oh okay uh, <laughs> Well, you've been traveling to Europe so much in the past few months, it's might as well just move here and just <laughs> home, I guess. Yeah, I I might try. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, anytime you're coming here, you know where to where to find the the team. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, still in the me that he's doing some posts about the Twitter space and anyway the I see that the community is still piling in so we can give it a few more minutes then we can start hey everybody am I am I coming through hello yes sir you hello, are Stephen loud and what's going on everybody how are you two doing today amazing just uh Finishing up, finishing up the day with a Twitter space, and after that, yeah, relaxation, national holiday over here, so I kind of deserve a beer or a wine, something. <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right, well, since both of you are here, and yeah, there's people still coming in, but I guess we can slowly start uh, with just like a general presentation so first and foremost i would like to welcome everyone to the third edition of the story x product highlights uh, twitter spaces and uh, we will be discussing uh, today the big change that is coming to myr exchange and namely the rebrand and repositioning to x exchange and all the changes that uh, comes along with it uh, first and foremost, my name is Robert. You probably guys know me from last time, and I am the community manager from Starry Vision. And joining me today to talk about uh, X Exchange are two very knowledgeable guests who are perfect for today's main topic. Actually, is uh, community influencer Stephen Snodgrass. I don't know yes, if I'm sir. butchering, so excuse me on that part. No, you got it. It was perfect. <laughs> and uh, you you have been actually putting out uh, original and very insightful content for uh, quite a while now. So you're very knowledgeable in the in the space. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's really great to be here. Uh, I'm not sure if maybe this started with uh, some hands that I shook at X Day. But uh, yeah, I've been contributing to the community here on Twitter for over a year now. And uh, it's, it's really great to be here. So thank you so much for having me. No worries. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't, uh, we didn't uh, shake hands at uh, X Day because I was back home uh, doing the Twitter posts and uh, watching the stream live. So actually, I didn't... Uh, 
get to be live there as well. But uh, you met uh, Sabrina and uh, she put me in contact with you. So shout out to Sabrina. <laughs> yeah, I see she's here listening. So yeah, thanks, Sabrina. Um, you're awesome. Great dance moves out there at the party at X Day. Uh, and the second guest, uh, let's not forget, forget about him, is uh, CEO of the first uh, stable swap uh, now on Multiverse X ecosystem, Neil Nguyen. If I pronounce that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's okay. There's no way you can get it right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I tried my best, believe me. <laughs> Maybe after a few beers, it will come out better. <laughs> and uh, thank, yeah. for, uh, thank you guys for joining today. As uh, I know you guys are busy as well you, uh, in general. So taking out an hour of your time is greatly appreciated. Yeah, happy to be here. My pleasure. So maybe you guys can give like a short uh, introduction to yourselves, um, present what you are doing, building, um, especially you, Stephen, because uh, a lot of people might know your uh, Twitter account, but might not know you more on a personal level. So it's a perfect time for you to um, present yourself and uh, tell us what you do in real life and not just on Twitter. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, if it's okay, Neil, um, if you'd like to go first, um, I'll, I'll give, uh, I'll defer to you, and um, you can go go first. Sure, no problem. Yeah, this, <laughs> I think this question is more like suitable for Stephen, as I'm not really active on Twitter though. <laughs> so, but in real life, most of what I do is just uh, build Ashwap. So, at Ashwap, we're trying we're trying to build a stable swap, right? And, and how is that? Since uh, the launch, I know people. Yeah, it are... was quite. Or... It was quite a journey. Yeah. Like the community was great. We had some challenges with the KYC and stuff, but uh, fortunately, at the end, everything went uh, really great. Yeah, the end was uh, turned out actually pretty good, and especially with the battle of yields as well. So, yeah, I, yeah, it was a sort of perfect timing for us because we we launched just before the x day so mm -hmm. when, when we went to the x day there was a lot of uh, conversations with like multiple partners and that was very very great yeah so um, back to the question right <laughs> what <I do> in <laughs> real life. <laughs> so what i do in real life is basically what ashraf is trying to do we're we're trying to now the narrative for everyone has shifted to this multiverse x right so we also adapt to that mm-hmm Apart from just being a stable swap, we're also trying to sort of evolve ourselves in order to become this sort of financial layer for all these metaverses, right? Uh, you need a stable and effective financial system on which our projects can thrive. And that's what we're trying to do, basically. But at this stage, at this very moment, we are still a stable swap where people can trade stable coins and stable assets with minimal slippage and fees that's basically it i would actually put some questions regarding uh, what the uh, like what how the changes affect uh, aswap and or if they affect <laughs> anyway but uh, going back to steven let uh, let him uh, present himself uh, a bit and then we can uh, change subjects 
Cool, cool. Yeah, thanks for that introduction, Neil. It's been really cool to see Ash Swab break into the Multiverse X community. And I know that a lot of people are really looking forward to that continue to grow, develop, and uh, positively impact the entire ecosystem, not just Multiverse X, but um, the cryptocurrency market and uh, usage at large. Um, so yeah, thank you for that intro. Um, but yeah, um, my name is Steven Snodgrass, aka The Economistic on Twitter, as you see. Um, so I would describe myself as a financial freedom advocate, cryptocurrency educator, and content creator. I started my journey in crypto over five years ago in 2017 while I was studying financial planning at university. Uh, I began investing in Bitcoin, started to diversify my portfolio among 20 to 30 different crypto assets. And uh, when I discovered uh, Elrond Network in 2019, it was the uh, ERD token. And uh, that's where I first bought in. And uh, at that point, I just continued to stay glued to the market and uh, stay engaged with developments and uh, that summer was the mainnet launch at which point i was uh, really impressed with the performance of my uh, erd which of course at the time had transferred to eagled that we know and love today so uh, fast forward all these years, um, you know, it's it's really incredible to be here in year 2022, soon to be 2023. Um, I am building uh, primarily a um, podcast and uh, what um, I've called the uh, Eagled Initiative, which the uh, podcast is all about Multiverse X. We've been going on for over a year now, me and my buddy Alec Madrigal, uh, who couldn't be here today, but uh, shout out to him. Um, but he and I have been pumping out episodes. We've had uh, three different interviews with uh, some CEOs, such as uh, Zoidpay, Edward Onichi, as well as Utrust. We had Asanya Khan and Nuno Koheya, and then we had Aerovec and Kavari's CEO, Ryan Deitz. Um, so on top of that, we're uh, going on 19 uh, episodes where we have just been focused on just, you know, keeping everybody entertained and glued to the market because being here since 2017, I, I learned a lot of valuable lessons along the way. Um, and uh, I just have found a lot of um, value in, in finding means and methods to keep people interested because whether you're financially exposed or not, I think that if you're here now listening, paying attention, uh, you'll, you'll be ready for whenever things really start to move. Uh, and uh, it's all a matter of fundamentals and, and technological developments, which we all saw at X-Day. Uh, the Elrond Network is uh, moving mountains with what they're developing. And I'm very excited to be a part of this ecosystem and uh, continue to just be, uh, as I said, a financial freedom advocate and uh, cryptocurrency educator. Yeah, you're actually doing a really good job on creating uh, very digestible content for uh, the community to understand and to like and to track all the progress that is made by the team. So thank you. Most of the time, uh, when there's a new subject coming out, I'm actually one of uh, you're one of the first accounts that I'm looking for for uh, more informational uh, threads to see, like okay, uh, to summarize it all up. Because of course, uh, when Benjamin presents a, a new product or a module, it's a very um, he, he likes it to present it in a very uh, grandiose way. So some some people might not. Uh, might miss the message behind it 
so uh, people like you in the community to break it down uh, in a simple way is a fantastic thing. So thank you for your effort in general. Thank you. Yeah, happy to be here and, and thank you for the kind words. No worries. And also, since you are an OG, I would be questioning, uh, well, both of you basically, is uh, what was your initial impression when uh, at X Day they uh, announced the rebrand and uh, the redirection of Elrond to a Multiverse X? I'm curious always about our guests' uh, opinion about this because it, it has been quite a, a controversy at the beginning. But I think people are now more uh, getting used to it and actually uh, like accepting the idea of the new direction. So I'm curious about yours as well. Yeah, go ahead, Neil. Okay, so yeah, I, I think my my view is a little bit different from you guys. Maybe maybe you guys have him like wrapping your head around the, the concept of changing the name, right? So I'm, I'm fairly new in, in this, so this is quite interesting to me. So because we are building DeFi. I'm very dumb. I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm very dumb in all this metaverse and gaming and NFT space. But what, of course, is when it first came out like that, it was there in the in the audience, and it was very confusing to me. Okay, why, why multiverse exit? But like at three days at X day went by, and then after I reflect on it a little bit more, it kind of makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that we we found the most challenging when we build DeFi is that we we found a hard time educating our our users or our community. DeFi is not really intuitive, right? When you read all these lingo, so I I, I think that metaverse gaming NFTs those those are the things that can sort of act as the as the entry <clears throat> as the entry level for people to. Get in, get to know the blockchain and crypto. So I think this is one thing that I really like about Aaron is that they really want to bring more users onto their their, their blockchain using the like user experience, good user experience. And now with this narrative of multiverse or metaverses, I think it's it's great to to have this to to you know like normal people can can get into blockchain. I also talked about this in my speech in in next day that people like my mother they never understand like the fundamentals of crypto and blockchain but we need to onboard them anyway if we really want to to build a future of like decentralized finance and all that so I think this is great uh, it, it was quite uh, like you said controversial at first and very counterintuitive intuitive but now it's it's nice yeah. Uh... Definitely, it's uh, it's uh, by gamifying the whole uh, the whole blockchain thing. It's uh, e more easily uh, digestible for non-blockchain or techie people. So uh, it's definitely a, a good a good move from that perspective. What uh, what about you, uh, Stephen? What was your uh, opinion on the on the rebrand? Yeah, so I was there in, in Paris watching uh, the whole thing go down. Um, man, it was, uh, there's a lot I could say about it altogether. 
But uh, yeah, I think in general, rebrands are always difficult, no matter which industry you're a part of. Uh, it's always difficult to kind of, you know, paint over with a blank slate and, and kind of redirect everybody whose attention you've captured thus far. So the rebrand to Multiverse X, uh, I, I would say in, in the immediate wake of, of learning about this, I shared in, in the skepticism. And uh, part of that was just due to, well, Elrond Network is is it, you know, like this is what we're here for. So it was like, I remember just after we were released from that initial um, uh, speech from Benjamin, I kept catching myself, of course, saying Elrond Network and then having to ask whoever I was speaking with, oh, like, what, what was the name again? Like, I, I, I keep forgetting it. Um, but um, I think it's really interesting uh, what the, the team has done, how they've almost, um, I don't know, the way that I view it, they just skipped over this metaverse jargon altogether. They've, I've, and, and what the way I see it is I think that the, the metaverse is, is kind of like, I don't know, it's like side by side uh, to the multiverse. Uh, it's not like the multiverse pour, pours into the metaverse. Uh, the you know Bennyman and the entire Multiverse X team. I mean, true. I, I believe this. Call me a you know an Elrond Network fanboy, but I really think that they are going to rebrand the metaverse on, on a global scale. Um, whether it be their um, their their vocalizing their intentions to onboard the next one billion, um, and then altogether, I. I mean, it, it, the name really grew on me from from that standpoint. And then on top of that, I, I feel like you can't help but be positive about the rebrand, especially in the scope of what this name uh, implies. Multiverse to the power of X. X being this suite of, of 10 X daps, I'm, I'm calling them, that attend and, and cater to different areas of the market. Uh, but um, there are lots of important pieces, but um, I, I shared a response uh, recently through the Eagled community, uh, the Morningstar Venture team. And I basically just, ex I shared very simply that the X portal, as we know, the uh, Meyer application for our phone was what I think a, a lot of people um, took as a positive indication of what Elrond Network was doing. And uh, with the rebrand to Multiverse to the power of X and uh, having the X portal so seamlessly integrated with both DeFi, NFTs, and soon to be the metaverse altogether, um, as, you know, just what I said at the beginning, you know, rebrands are a little bit difficult and, and challenging. And, and perhaps there are still some people out there that are skeptical. Um, if anybody is skeptical out there, I would definitely uh, encourage you um, to either reach out to, you know, people like myself, Neil, or any um, other names such as Astari to really learn more about what the heck does multiverse mean? And especially in the scope of this popularized and poor representation of the metaverse that's been distorted and blurred by the likes of Facebook switching to Meta. Um, and then yeah. altogether, um, I think just on top of all of this, um, I made a tweet that received a lot of positive um, response, um, just reminding everybody that uh, Elrond and the Maiar name are both technically words belonging to Middle Earth Enterprises, formerly the Tolkien Enterprises, whom own Lord of the Rings. 
Um, on top of that, uh, L. Ron Hubbard is the founder of Scientology. Um, so, I mean, for me personally, every time I've mentioned Elrond, I either get questions about Lord of the Rings or Scientology. So the fact that Elrond has jumped over this misconception of the metaverse and they're redefining the metaverse and they're redefining the scope trajectory and the brand of Elrond network. Um, to me, that's just a, a win on all accounts. Uh, yeah, definitely. It'll be, it'll take time for people to get accustomed to, to the name, especially like uh, I've seen a lot of people still calling it uh, metaverse X, not multiverse X. So yes. The concept of the metaverse is very well embedded in us at the moment. We just don't realize it. So a rebrand as such will take a bit, uh, bit of time for digestion. But uh, going into uh, what was the main topic tonight, uh, one of the actually the foundational layers of an ecosystem is a is a decentralized exchange, and uh, of course ours is getting a revamp in direction with the new uh, brand. And the tokenomics is getting a lot uh, more depth uh, this time around, as uh, it was announced at X Day. Uh, of course, uh, the main topic over the past few weeks uh, regarding this change has been uh, LK Max and its plethora of utilities uh, that will come along with it. And I, I kind of consider its uh, relaunch uh, or the tokenomics change uh, more important uh, now than its initial token launch when it was uh, like back uh, in 2021. I can't recall exactly the, the month, but uh, this event will definitely be an sh e ecosystem shifting one. So... Uh, I was curious of if you guys are actually pleased with the changes that is coming with uh, Max 2.0, like the utilities and uh, every opportunity that it presents. Uh... Sure, sure. Um, I guess I'll, I'll I'll jump in here and then Neil, you can uh, follow up after me. Uh, in short, um, yeah, it's. This is a, such an important discussion because of the importance that I see decentralized finance fitting into the scope of cryptocurrency and, and, and allowing those who may be on the outside looking in to what is cryptocurrency, what is blockchain, what are all of these new things. There is a great mis misunderstanding about what cryptocurrency is over the years, its volatility and its, um, you know, the fact that it's in the, the headlines whenever it's doing well, and then it's in the headlines whenever it's doing bad. People seem very unsure about what it is and how to really approach. Um, stacking on top of that, the intricacies of uh, the multiverse X ecosystem, and then now coming into a, a closer scope to uh, X-Exchange, formerly Myr exchange built on <laughs> Multiverse X, formerly Elrond Network. Um, you know, um, we, we've, got some, we've got some work, but I think that uh, at this point, you know, stripping away some of, uh, of the personal opinions and, and most importantly, stripping away um, fundamentals from the, the technical perspective of where is the cryptocurrency market in the scheme of global adoption? 
And, and a lot of the time that's grossly misconstrued by this misrepresentation of value and price. And people say, oh, the market is down X percent. Bitcoin is was at $69,000 and now it's at $15,000. You know, it's there's no way people can attribute value to this. Um, and then, of course, as we know, the, the MEX token itself uh, is uh, a uh, token that was really just in place to incentivize individuals to provide liquidity to the decentralized exchange. This is paramount, and it's it's discussed just incredibly transparently on the Elrond blog, and uh, I've, I'm definitely a broken record uh, from a standpoint of how many times I've talked about it and tweeted about it, and it's not because I'm, I'm, I'm a maxi and I'm a, a brown noser. Um, it's, it's, it's so vital and so important for everybody when it comes to their inve- investments to gain personal conviction as to why they think they, they hold value. That's what motivates me to spend hours of time studying and reading and understanding these, these concepts. And it's my hope that I can accurately uh, disseminate the intuition that I've built through reading and studying. Um, so it's very blatant to me. And it makes total sense that the first year of the MEX token existed to bootstrap or incentivize liquidity to the exchange. Um, as we we know there was a, a limited list of benefit and utility and therefore value and demand for the MEX token over the past year. Uh, but as we uh, see clearly now, the MEX token as well as the locked MEX token have been completely rewritten, uh, completely rewritten. The purpose of the MEX token has shifted entirely. And there is this huge delay in in the market sentiment, especially at this point where prices are down across the board. It's very difficult for humans to attribute value and to see the future and promise of certain elements when they see a a huge red number next to their portfolio value. So that's why I'm here. That's why I take the time to speak about it on my Twitter account. That's why I started the podcast and uh, the uh, Eagle Initiative. I started to attract like-minded individuals to work together on trying to just yeah just just almost like lovingly invite people in to understand what's going in on a deeper level so I'll, I'll leave it at that um i think you asked a yes or no question um so yes the answer is yes i'm very excited about how lockmax and mex have changed it wasn't yeah i can see ex- oh. the excitement in, in stephen's voice <laughs> yeah yeah you can tell I mean, it wasn't necessarily a yes or no question, but uh, thank you for your in-depth description of, uh, of what's going on with the Max 2.0. Uh, what about you, Neil? Uh, are you were you pleased with the new uh, changes that were announced? Yeah, one thing that I can say for sure is that I'm much more pleased than I was a year ago on the Max token. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's... so I might I might have a different perspective from from what Stephen has. I look at it. I look at it as a, a builder myself, and also I took an economics designer. That's mostly what what I do at Ashwa. So I mean, token utility is always good. Right? You you cannot go wrong with having more more utility to your token. That's that has been a, I mean, one of the biggest controversies or problems with with the with the my exchange, like. Over the past year, every time I went on uh, the, tele- the Twitter feed, things are always like, okay, when, when, when token economics went 2.0, all, all that. 
So finally, now we have something that we can look at and we can try. I'm not really sure because in, in this space, there's, there's nothing that can be said. Like it works. We, we, we're not sure, right? But at least yeah. now we have like the list of like, I read the white, like white paper of the LKMX V2 and it was like 10 or 20 utilities uh, use cases of the max token. And that's, that's what I like. I mean, the more and the better. And from a builder put, builder's perspective, it helps us too. I mean, um, over, over the past year, the only thing that you, you can do with the max token is uh, to sell, to buy. Uh, one thing that I, I noticed about the Aaron community, even though we are very enthusiastic and very energetic about uh, the ecosystem, what we sort of like is that what Stephen is trying to do, right? Education. Uh, we're sort of lagging a little bit behind uh, the curve compared to other other blockchains or the ecosystem. So now that we have something like this, it's, it's good for, for token, but also good for the community to now try to learn about DeFi, especially we are building DeFi. And this also help, help, helps us to you know like educate users at the at the first stage, and then when Ashwag comes, we can do, uh, we can sort of, yeah, you guys uh, uh, stand on that and like bring it to bring the DeFi on our own to another ne- another level. I was about to say you you guys are doing a great job on uh, educating people uh, on DeFi through your uh, medium articles. They're they're very insightful. So uh, if anyone is curious or new to DeFi. Or just uh, wants like an easier, easy to digest information about the subject. They should definitely uh, check out the uh, Aswaps uh, Medium articles regarding uh, DeFi in general. But uh, I, I agree with uh, Stephen as well that uh, like the change is is uh, so unique. Like in in the space in general, this hasn't been done to any other native token to any uh, exchange. Uh, like the amount of uh, utility that is uh, put into it and also for it to be uh, not transferable, which is uh, quite an essential element to it. Uh, of course, LKMX, not MEX in itself, because that will be uh, transferable if you unlock it, if you decide to unlock it. So it will create a lot of uh, interesting uh, stuff uh, down the line and see like seeing it uh, put to the test uh, i'm curious of uh, of the effect it will have uh, on a long-term perspective i was going to ask if you guys have noticed any utility that was uh, lacking or would you made any utility different uh, that was announced on the lkmx yeah neil you go ahead um as you said <laughs> your expertise within ash swap is aligning more to tokenomics so I, i'm curious to hear your response yeah, actually, what uh, Robert just said, I I don't think this is a completely new. Uh, this is something related to to Ashwap as well. The the model is very similar. So even though uh, we 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 use different lingo, right? Uh, Ashwap and and the and the X exchange right now, we use different lingo, but at the core, it's very similar. Uh, apart from all the use cases of the of the max token right now, the utility of it. What I see is that it is 
mostly associated with uh, my launchpad rather than the exchange. So I would like to see more more association between the exchange itself uh, and and the, and the token utility. Uh, just to give you some example, uh, we also have our DAO, uh, Ash DAO, in in which users can uh, having the voting power on the exchanges energy, right? So you have that. You can maybe vote for the token emissions uh, for the pools. Right now on a, on my exchange, you have a, about 10 pools, I believe. 10 or like 20 uh, from 10, 15 pools. Maybe we can allow users to vote uh, to see which pool will receive more token emissions. The more the more vote a pool has, the more talk, the, the max token which are released can go to that pool. That's something that I... I would like to see because that's what we do with Ashwa. And I also would like to see more. Uh, right now we have, I think we had one voting event, right? Uh, the governance event, in which we vote for the, the change to, to, to Max 2.0. But I also would like to see whether we could vote to govern the parameters in exchange. The fee, um, which token can be listed and all that. I would like to see more users' involvement in the governance process. Yeah, well, uh, uh, the governance barely just started, so definitely I'm sure there's... Um, yeah, uh, I, mean, to... I would like to see more information on that. Just yeah, to see how, how they imagine the whole thing would work. Yeah, they haven't uh, announced anything specific about that, so it's quite... Uh, ambiguous uh, in the in its current state, but Stephen, what what after your personal analysis, uh, which utility would you add to the LKMA or would you change? Sure, sure. Um, so yeah, thanks for that response, Neil. It's great to have your perspective, and yeah, I mean, it's just super valuable to have um, altering views that sometimes agree or sometimes question each other. Um, so from a standpoint of, of of tokenomics, you know, max and locked max, the like five key elements of of, of, of good tokenomics can be dumbed down to like sustainable spending uh, use cases, uh, holder benefits from project growth, uh, plans to stabilize the token price, a non-rigid emission schedule, and design simplicity. Uh, so of those five key elements, uh, I would definitely say that there's overall room for improvement on, on perhaps some of the plans to stabilize the token price as well as the design simplicity. Um, so from a, a standpoint of, of benefits that I'd like to see or or maybe I, I hoped would have come with the max or locked max yeah um that's that's a very tough question because I think that the answer to your question I personally I, I do think that I would like to see more use out of the MEX token. So uh, as we know, the, the MEX token um, is the access token to locked MEX. Um, you must swap eGold or another asset for MEX token on X exchange, and then you will lock it. And then um, that's going to be key to accessing the list of benefits that uh, that locked MEX ha has now um um, gained. So from the very beginning, rewinding to a year ago when Meyer Exchange first launched, I uh, definitely had at the forefront of my mind, why would people demand MEX? 
demand being a, a uh, from a, a definition standpoint of uh, um, economics, um, supply and demand. You know, there's supply, um, there's excess tokens floating supply, and there are emissions. And then the way to kind of circumvent that that um, dilution of that token is people coming in and demanding it. You know, it's it's a visual representation that I kind of like to use, but it's as if for the past year the MEX token has been a a movie that uh, simply nobody wants to see. Um, you know, the box office is completely empty. We're waiting for people to start lining up and buying tickets for this MEX token. So um, it, I would say that from a standpoint of what I feel like the upgraded locked MEX or the MEX may have missed, I think it's a little bit too early uh, to really say, um, not to say that the answer is dependent on the market reaction, um, but simply from a perspective of, well, shoot, like I just, I kind of view the the need for improvement as a one or a zero as basically is Mex has Mex improved or has it not? Um, so I think it's uh, pretty clear that we have uh, many more reasons to demand and to buy Mex. And um, it sounds like it might be a separate topic altogether. Um, speaking with regard to how the recent change for LockMex has made it a non-transferable crypto asset, uh, that's that's a conversation I think that um, demands some some light to be brought to that because I have some thoughts on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, I, I guess I'll, I'll just use this moment to speak and say that I am, uh, a salesperson. And to me, a good salesperson is somebody who who listens and who asks good questions so that they can discover together if there are solutions to problems. So when it comes to eGold, when it comes to Multiverse X and X Exchange, I don't see I'm I'm sharing about X exchange and all of these elements because I'm, you know, I'm trying to increase the value of these tokens. I see these tools as solutions to problems. And I think that as far as I'm concerned, these, these are the best tools uh, that I have, have come across since I've been in this space uh, for a couple, you know, several, several years now. So it's, it's a non-answer. And it it does do a little bit of, of respecting the team's decision, but uh, from a standpoint of of, of um, things that could be added, I don't know. Like I'm I'm pleased um, that, that you didn't ask so much that question, but I will say that um, where we stand right now, I am pleased that ticker has moved from zero to one. People were questioning, wondering when will Max improve, and boom, here we have this brand new list of added utilities. So not not to be you know um, too positive and and not getting into the weeds, but yeah, I don't know. I'm happy with what the team has done, and I I mean I just genuinely I trust the team, and I I understand that there are no simple solutions to Comp- complex problems. Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of uh, going with the flow here. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you said that you don't uh, really want to get into uh, why LKMX uh, has become non-transferable, but uh, I feel like uh, some people might have not uh, understood like why this decision was made, considering that the, one of the main points of blockchain and web3 is to have uh, freedom over peer-to-peer transactions so sure. it goes against to, to to this idea like could you could you guys explain why this feature was like sort of say disabled and what was avoided by uh, 
taking this de- decision of making uh, LKMX uh, LKMX non-transferable? I'll, I'll I'll quickly just answer that and then I'll throw it to you, Neil. Um, so yeah, I, it, it's a conversation of its own. I, it's not that I did not want to talk about it as much as I was already getting outside of the scope of the previous question <laughs> you answered and didn't want to you know jump around too much. So uh, yeah, lo- so locked max is no longer transferable. As we know, perhaps you didn't know, uh, any viewers out there, that um, over the past year, LockedMX was transferable, just like any other crypto token. Um, so this opened up the opportunity for third-party exchanges to uh, allow people to offload their LockedMX. Um, so I think that there are um, two major benefits um, in, in, in making this asset non, non-transferable, um, perhaps even three, because as difficult as this is to to digest and to understand, and, and people may disagree with this, you know, till the day that they die, but um, the uh, Multiverse X team has made this decision because they are trying to a- attract quality individuals who are going to add to X exchange and it's not that they're trying to um, reject the the people who disagree. It's not like they're trying to make this centralized decision to just shut everybody out. Um, both uh, Lucen, uh, Todea, and Benjamin were very uh, clear that they were they are trying to uh, emphasize quality over quantity. Quantity being people coming in, seeing high APRs for uh, for yield farming rewards and exiting. Um, b- people are um, you know just using this to to make money versus investing in the long-term perspective. And I, I value that because it's going to attract quality uh, investors uh, and, and participants. Um, and whenever you uh, create these barriers of sorts, of perhaps um, people who don't like the idea that LockedMX is non-transferable um, without taking this 80% tax of discharging your earned LockedMX, um, what, what's that going to do? It's going to align people who are in it for the long-term and those people that are able and willing to see that long-term view will uh, naturally, the the APRs will see less dilution. Therefore, those um, part, willing to participate whom we assume understand the, the rationale behind the decision, um, there's just going to be a deeper incentive because the, the rewards will be shared among those who, who are, are in it for the long-term. Um, I, I may have um, missed the, the third point, but that that's how I see it. Um, it's it's it is difficult because I do agree with this idea of freedom of of um, the blockchain and the idea of decentralization and 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 its question of why would they make this asset non transferable? That you know it, it's probably again uh, it's a long conversation. Um, so I'll, I'll go ahead and and throw it over to you, Neil, and um, looking forward to your insight. Yeah. So my my point is, I think this happened. Uh, the thing that people are quite really angry, but they're quite not really satisfied about the fact that LKMX now is not transferable anymore. I think it was because of the design choice like the, the multiple sex team has made at the very beginning. Basically, LKMX is some sort of, when you lock it, if you say that, if you stack it, and you, you cannot move it anywhere, right? But now they have these locked tokens that are locked. But in my view, it is it's basically stake. So um, over the past year, like Stephen has said, there are multiple like, third-party exchange, exchanges that offer this service of trading LKMX. So now I think the decision to make LKMX 
non-transferable is that they want to decouple the LKMX and, and MEX. So if you are able to sell or buy LKMX, which is basically MEX, but I locked for, let's say, a year previously, then, then the price of LKMX will, will affect MEX itself. And, and now, like when you take that away, it can they can act at two completely different tokens. Well, not really tokens, but two completely different concepts. One is the token, and the other one is like, okay, you stack it in there, you get some energy, and, and it stays there. I think it makes more sense to me that you make it non-transferable. Uh, I think people will, over time, adapt to this new concept. Uh, but I, I think it's mostly due to the fact that mm, they make it as a token rather than stack it in the, in the contract previously. So that that's uh, from my uh, from from my technical standpoint that I'm from. Yeah, well, uh, the initial idea of LKMX was to like prevent uh, mercenary capital to coming into the ecosystem and sucking out the liquidity. So just like uh, having our discussion has kind of made me thought like hmm like shouldn't have they made it non-transferable from the get-go would it have been that bad of a decision it would have at least uh, kept the in, like the initial liquidity of the exchange inside and uh, avoided like the first few days when the inf- uh, when the token was hyperinflationary and everyone was making crazy money uh, just because of the launch and the initial tokenomics, how it was uh, set up. So uh, that's another. I'm sure that's another discussion to be had. Uh, it's like uh, it's like a shoulda, coulda, or woulda. Like what could have been, but uh, it's an interesting uh, discussion nonetheless. But uh, also, uh, what was uh, presented at X Day about uh, X Exchange and might have been slightly overshadowed due to the hype of uh, Max 2.0 revamp, because it's it's been so long so long that the community was waiting for it. Uh, that they announced uh, modules that might be coming, like capital letters might as uh, Lucian. Uh, Todia uh, mentioned that uh, take these uh, modules with a grain of salt because they some of them might have uh, be might be removed or uh, some of them might be actually implemented. And uh, these modules or features uh, were actually a lottery for grand causes, lending pools concentrated liquidity, bridge expansion, reputation system for governance, uh, limit and range orders, Meyer Dex as a sovereign shard, like this one's really interesting, and dual yield farms. So if I would put you guys now to make a governance vote, which which of these uh, features or modules would you like to see uh, come first to X Exchange? I'll go ahead and and say um, personally, I think um, 
So uh, just for anybody listening here, uh, this uh, this conversation that was presented at X Day uh, seems to have a bookend on the uh, X Exchange 2.0 PDF. Um, if you're looking for this PDF, it's currently pinned to my profile um, on page 17. Um, the uh, fourth note is future work, new features, and sovereign shards. Um, they discuss all of these points that Robert just mentioned here and. Uh, discuss uh, how those will look in the future and uh, when we can expect those. Um, in fact, the, in, in this section, the uh, Multiverse X team has already uh, defined a X-Exchange version 3 and an X-Exchange version 4. Um, so definitely um, check out the PDF that's uh, pinned to my profile. Um, maybe I'll share it up top. But in short, I, I think um, that the... Um, the X Bridges expansion. Um, I, I would definitely say that that if I was to make a governance vote right now, um, I, I would be inclined to think that I'm expanding the bridge to add pairs such as uh, BTC, Bitcoin, and US dollar, as well as uh, Ethereum and BNB. Uh, I see that as as basically an invitation to all of these other protocols. Um, we know that. X portal will be interoperable in the future. Uh, so at this point, I mean, it's just a matter of kind of, of waiting. Uh, but from a standpoint of what I think is needed most, uh, I mean, naturally, a decentralized exchange uh, needs liquidity. And uh, I think for a while now, I've been excited to see, uh, you know, the likes of Bitcoin and Ethereum, as well as Binance uh, token BNB on uh, X exchange. I think that for the time being, uh, if if an outside user were to log in to X Exchange, uh, it's like they they open up to a world of 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 a bunch of unfamiliar tokens. But of course, Bitcoin and Ethereum and, and Binance, you know, it's almost like just the psychological impact of somebody opening up X Exchange and seeing familiar assets is almost like a psychological seal of approval. Completely aside from the tangible benefit of having these pairs on the exchange, it's almost like by having them, it, it does uh, create a sense of, of security. So um, that's what I would vote for. Definitely. We definitely need more liquidity on uh, on our ecosystem, plus a lot more pairs uh, for to attract uh, older community members from other blockchain uh, ecosystems. Uh, but uh, what would uh, you choose, Neil? Which one strikes the most? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so first, what I love about this list is that these are the concepts that are apparent on all in in other ecosystem. So what what I really like is that the team is paying attention. Uh, like I said earlier, our DeFi ecosystem is sort of a little bit lacking behind, but now with all these this, is, this list is long, <laughs> and these ideas take a lot of time to implement, in my opinion. But at least, as it, like now, right now, we have a list that they do pay attention, and uh, hopefully, we can see some of them uh, appearing in the Aaron uh, Multiverse X ecosystem soon. Uh, I, I was about to say bridge expansion, but <laughs> Stephen went first. <laughs> um, the, re <laughs> the reason for that is that we at Ashwap we. We would love some more tokens, actually, uh, stable coins. You know, like we have tons of stable coins on, let's say, Ethereum. Uh, a lot of like novel concepts. 
uh, yeah. BTC, Wrapped BTC, Grand BTC. Those you can list on the uh, stable swap exchange, Hi Ashwa. So those are, I think, very, very valuable for, for the ecosystem. But if I had to choose another one, I would choose the MyAdex as a sovereign shard. Yeah. You know, there, are, there are a few reasons to it. The, the first reason is that um, I'm sort of a technology maxi. <laughs> so I, I like I like new technology. And this sovereign shard is a, in my opinion, a game changer. Uh, it would open a lot more avenues for projects to uh, take this technology and bring their application to the next level. Let's say you have a high-frequency trading platform. Yeah, let's do it on a different shot and take the I'll take the heavy lifting of the of the main chain. Uh, keeping you on this subject, since you are interested uh, in the Maya or the X exchange as a sovereign shard, what? Because uh, for a lot of us, this concept of sovereign shard in itself is uh, is the first time we hear it. Because uh, some of us just uh, stayed in the Elrond ecosystem because it might be our favorite, and we didn't really want to explore other ideas but uh how would it benefit or what a- applications can come through uh through this like as a like the mire or the x exchange being built on a sovereign shard like what concepts would be available uh, okay so that, that's what i i said earlier as well a lot of the misunderstanding and confusion stem from the fact that the lingo in this space is not really um, the same. Like people sometimes sometimes talk about the same thing using different words, different terms. So this sovereign shot is very, let's say, popular. Uh, on Not really popular, but it's like the, the most popular co- the most popular example for this concept is uh, the Cosmos ecosystem. On which you can use, you can build like, different blockchains, which are interoperable with each other. It it basically it, it's basically like that. So if you want to read more about it or understand it a little bit more, maybe uh, read a little bit about the Cosmos ecosystem or the Avalanche subnets, for example. Mm. Those are the things that are, I think quite uh, valuable for for people in the space to know, uh, but. Talking about the applications that can benefit from this technology, I mean, let's say the Maya Exchange. We we saw that in in the first period after the Maya Exchange launched, we have this congestion in chat one, right? Our transaction didn't really go through. Um, people like transactions take forever to to finalize and all that. So, but if you uh, have a lot of users on this specific application like the My Exchange, and if you take it, take it out of the short one, and you put it in a sovereign sovereign shard, now you you don't like stuff the the dimension anymore. You have a complete blockchain, a completely different blockchain, on which you can uh, determine the let's say the block time, the transaction fee, well, everything. And then you have this, this opens a whole new horizon for applications like Maya, Maya Exchange, or let's say Ashwap, if you want to do really high frequency trading. 
Yeah, it's uh, basically you can make it or design it exactly to your specification. It's like having a set of Legos and just, okay, how do you imagine this uh, building to be built? And you just put the blocks in the way that you would prefer it to be and to your needs, exactly. And another, another very, um, I think, useful uh, use case for this, if you want to build a game, right? NFT transactions, you know, like game transactions, you can build a whole new different blockchain and make it really cheap, very fast, and you can build a game on top of it. That's the possibility. And uh, Stephen, would you have... Uh have any input on this uh, subject? Uh, are you aware of the possibilities or I'm curious of your perspective on it because uh, yeah, you, you seem to dive deep into all subjects. <laughs> this is referring to the sovereign shards? Yes, it is, as uh, for the X exchange to be as a sovereign shard. Yeah, so uh, recently uh, I did see some people, I mean, it's been pretty much um, on a, a topic that people have been talking about having DEX as a multi-sharded DEX, uh, but now as we have come to learn, uh, the uh, it looks like the direction will be a, a sovereign shard. Um, so uh, for those who may not know what a sovereign shard is, um, it's basically just a, a minimalist version of the Multiverse X or Elrond blockchain. Um, a sovereign shard will have its own validators and token economic incentives ultimately connected to the multiverse x root chain via a bridge um, so i mean sovereign shards open up for maximum design flexibility custom configurations and uh, simple and fast processes uh, to brute bootstrap these um, methods uh, within just moments within minutes so um, i think that um, from a standpoint standpoint of of you know sovereign shards and and the uh, opportunity they present cannot be understated um you know everybody it's it's definitely a a hot topic just the word decentralization um and what sovereign shards uh, bring uh to that conversation i think uh is is very compelling uh and, and it, it takes the idea of oh let's let's make a multi-sharded dex and completely uh, almost uproots that entire idea and and instead of having oh we just have a shard it's like oh no like we have the, essentially all of the power not that a shard is limited um in, in its power output but uh, through having a sovereign shard it not only uh uh, utilizes, you know, the, the root chain being Elrond Network or uh, Multiverse X. Um, it not only has just the strength, but it, it adds flexibility and it adds uh, a layer of, of, as I mentioned, you know, the custom configurations and de design flexibility. Um, and I mean, at, at that standpoint, I mean, I think that the um, the future is, is endless. Um, at, I mean, it, it really brings to the forefront of, of my attention just i mean how how will traditional banks deal with DeFi, right? So cryptocurrency um, challenges the status quo of fiat currency and uh, DeFi 
um, you know, takes it a step further, especially with, you know, especially what Ash Swap is bringing to this network through stable swaps. Um, and then, of course, we know that Hayden Protocol will be offering uh, lending and borrowing. So it's not a in case you're brand new to crypto, it is not a question of of if cryptocurrency is going to uh, disrupt the traditional finance systems. It's it's a it's it's a question of of how the banks will adapt and and. Even though I am, um, you know, pro cryptocurrency, and I have um, th- uh, opinions that I'll keep to myself about traditional finance and the power that banks withhold, and how they use customers, such that uh, as you trust is very vocal about PayPal, all, all of the hidden fees, all of the all of the freedom that they claim to offer their customers, when in fact all they're doing is is purporting to be helpful when they're just you know sneaking into the back pockets of their customers customers and exploiting them so that they can uh, use the money that they're generating and, and the money that merchants are holding on PayPal to you know generate yields so that uh, PayPal can can generate more money etc so um, at this point I mean sovereign shards I think are uh, the way to go it's not multi-sharded decks it's not no we need the the people to come to multiverse X sovereign shards allow for somebody anybody to acknowledge the value and the power of what Multiverse X is building with their DeFi suite. And it allows them to perhaps build off and tangent off and build something that agrees with what they think are, are the more important elements of, uh, of a decentralized platform for uh, lending, borrowing, and trading assets. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm just incredibly excited to see that unfold. But at the same time, um, for everybody listening, um, it, it, in the uh, paper, I've actually pinned uh, Lucian's tweet uh, to the top of this space. So go ahead and, and check out the paper. It's very long, but I would encourage everybody to read into it. Um, but you know, just to be um, blatant here, um, the sovereign shards is a conversation that is discussed uh, under the umbrella of X Exchange version four. Um, so while this is going to be an extremely powerful tool, um, it's something that everybody should be putting in. In their in, in in the background and focusing on um, the here and now and and what's being done right now and focusing not on what's going to be built but what has already been built that is eagled layer one multiverse x and uh, all of the efficiency and and design elements of that um, that's what i think should be the focus but of course the sovereign shards will add a lot of value and uh it was a new topic for me at x day so there's still a lot for me to learn about it yeah definitely it's uh, for me it would be would have been the first kind of like the initial vote for my governance vote if I could if I could choose between bridge or the Meyer Dex as a sovereign shard I would definitely yeah one. but it's it goes both ways because you, you need liquidity as well uh, on the ecosystem you can't just uh, keep it in a bubble and it okay it's high performing and everything but who can who can reach you nobody right right 
Yeah, that's. I, I think I do almost have to defer and agree with you there. Um, it would be great to have uh, a, a DEX 4.0 feature implemented um, first and foremost. Um, but um, yeah, of course, for these sovereign shards, they are going to attract their own liquidity pools, uh, which uh, Zoid Pay is basically, that's what they're doing through, obviously, the ZPay token is an ESDT token, Elrond Standard Digital Token, but they have of, uh, shopping pools. So es- essentially, shopping pools are are there uh, almost uh, validators, but it's it's uh, the liquidity. Uh, so it, it's it's almost this idea of I think Multiverse X really just does need to um, focus on on uh, building a firm foundation uh, before kind of branching out too quickly or too far. Um, and and of course, as we know, all of these you know upgrades from uh, Mex 1.0 to Mex 2.0 are are going to have a lot of effects. So in general, I think that the uh, Multiverse X team is is just being wise in their approach in terms of you know making quality steps rather than in in february or march whenever the discussion about mex 2.0 you know when when is mex 2.0 going to happen the team as like with all due respect uh the team this the team wanted to encourage everybody i I'm I'm almost certain that they knew none of this would be divulged until X day. Um, so that you know, those are learning experiences from from leadership standpoints of the team, for which I have no right to say anything about really, um, because the team waited, the team did not rush. Here we are with this brand new Dex 2.0 X Exchange user interface rehaul. Uh, I'm excited for it, and I, I must say that I'm I'm. I'm excited for the team to just continue to show that they're worthy of our trust. Uh, and it's not a blind faith. We can see the work that they do. And uh, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for it. Yeah, definitely. I think that was the main question for the community for a long time. Like, okay, like, uh, as Benjamin says, like they're capable of uh, building rockets, but they haven't put out any new information for quite a while. Uh, the question was appearing like, okay, what is actually going on the background? But actually it was the whole X day and everything that right. presented there was building like, for such a long time. It is just, that was the firm, uh, a firm uh, affirmation for them that like, yes, we are a very capable team and we are building in the background and not just running our mouths. So that was, I was really, really uh, reassuring to see uh, in general. Uh, but uh, just to say, to uh, ask Neil or Stephen anything regarding X Exchange or LKMX or the changes that are coming, uh, leave them in the comment section of this uh, Twitter uh, Twitter Spaces because uh, I've, I've I've looked at the at the time and the. It's been ticking for a bit, and I know uh, for Neil it's uh, super late already, so I really appreciate you staying up uh, so late for us and giving uh, giving us your insights as well. 
Sure. Yeah. A uh, huge shout out to Neil. Yeah. Staying up late. So um, I, I do see a, uh, a comment here by uh, Marcus, go guy, go saying Mex could be integrated into X money, adding more use cases. Um, and I just want to clarify that uh, that has been divulged that the one of the added benefits, one of the added values to Mex is that it will be integrated both into X spotlight as well as the uh, X portal application for spending. Um, so right on Marcus, uh, but uh, the team is one step ahead of you. So uh, there's a question from uh, Teco Lino, and he asked, uh, let's talk about liquidity for initial swap pairs on the DEX. How do you see this coming? I don't know. Neil? I don't really get the question. Though. <laughs> I was about to say uh, as well. It's uh, not... I think... I think I understand what they're asking, perhaps. Um, just the idea of uh, perhaps this this question was uh, replied four minutes ago, so perhaps that was in the conversation of uh, adding new new pairs. So perhaps the uh, the question is is more a question of attracting new liquidity, and maybe there's a dilemma of where the market is in addition to where X exchange is in the scope of the entire market. Perhaps this question came out of a concern as to um, spreading liquidity a little bit too broadly um, on X exchange, how, how is essentially, how I interpret the question is, how is Meyer Dex going to expand? How is Meyer Dex going to um, attract more, liqui- more liquidity rather than simply just diluting and spreading out the liquidity that already exists? I think that might be the question. Mm, yeah, yeah, I th- yeah, that's interesting. But uh, <laughs> yeah, for that, we will kind of need for the bridge to expand onto right. layer ones to bridge over liquidity. So that's how any blockchain gets more, more money into its system bridging over. Cause at the moment we're just, we're the same people in the same ecosystem. And when something new launches, it's just like the same money revolves. It goes round, not, there's no new money, so to say, for Multiverse X at the moment, because since it's also a bear market, so interest is all-time low, uh, no people are that interested in crypto in general because they see the markets and, of course, they question themselves why would they invest in something at the moment. So at the moment, it's just the... OGs in the ecosystem that are supporting these projects and yeah uh, for more liquidity we definitely need the bridge as soon as possible as they say yeah I'm not really sure that this is what he's asking but there's a one point that you you might want to to consider or to think about it so basically what I read from the this is not really white but I will call it the white paper of Max 2.0. Is that the the token emission emissions will be um, let's say reduced over the years? So at, at the beginning it was very high. So we all know that the, a common practice for attracting liquidity to any decentralized exchange is that we do liquidity mining, right? We, we reward users using the government to- tokens for uh, not really users but liquidity providers. So now, 
or all the other mics are let's say are going to be locked um, the emissions will will go down then another problem will arise that how can we attract um, liquidity to the decks uh, when the APY is really low and uh, especially when if we I think one of the reasons why the team has not opened the bridge to allow like, a lot of tokens to go through is that uh, like Stephen said, when we spread that liquidity too thin, then apparently there's no liquidity at all. And it it, it doesn't work like that. So I think uh, to open the bridge for uh, all sort of tokens, that need to be that needs to be thought really carefully. And the strategy that they use to uh, onboard liquidity providers has also to be very good as well. Uh, one one solution to this, which happened on Uniswap V3, which also appears in the in the roadmap of the X exchange, is that the concentrated liquidity. Uh, so, yeah, those are those are the things that in the picture, and we we need to also think about that and care about that, uh, not just a whole only the the max, max token itself. The, the token itself can improve, but the liquidity is also a, a big player in this in this whole space. Yeah, and I would I would add that um, you know again not to f- emphasize too heavily the the market cycles, though I do believe that there is valid. And there is a lot of concern, you know, valid concern over liquidity. Um, but um, again, it's it's not so much so that, um, you know, the liquidity is non-existent rather than um, the switch per se. People are more interested in, in exiting. You know, people are more interested in, in leaving the ecosystem and perhaps rather than, you know, supplying liquidity to a, a decentralized exchange, earning the uh, the token, which for us, of course, is the MyR exchange token MEX. Um, I think people underestimate the power of of just sentimental shifts, and uh, it's you know it's valid when people see the price and performance of the MEX token, especially if they're comparing it to uh, Eagle, the layer one token. Um, you know they're going to have questions of why is this performing so poorly. Um, so I'm I'm a little bit perhaps too generous when it comes to the depreciation of some of these assets, uh, but uh, you know I. I, uh, I I've been here before. I've been at bear market lows. I've I've felt the sentiment before. It's not necessarily something that I'm unfamiliar with, though it doesn't necessarily make it any better. Um, but just whenever the sentiment shifts, um, not only will uh, people users. Uh, make the decision to uh, hold their rewards, hold their assets. Um, you know, they by holding, of course, they they reduce sell pressure. Um, so not only will people be holding the assets that will reduce sell pressure, um, but uh, you know, not only by holding does this you know keep 
the uh, the price from falling, but this also limits the um, this this limits the dilution, the supply within the market. Um, so just whenever the sentiment shifts, when prices begin to grow, um, you know the whole mentality shifts. You know people see the opportunity rather than the risk. Uh, so it's just one of those things as market values increase. Um, you know, so will the underlying value of all of these liquidity pools. Um, and uh, especially if X exchange uh, really um, delivers on their promises, which I expect them to. I mean, we have X exchange uh, purported to drop on December 8th. Uh, and, and I think just dumbing some of this down, I, I'm, st I'm still uh, approaching this question of, of liquidity. And I think it really just comes down to laying a solid foundation. And I think that the team has really succeeded in hitting that point uh, through the uh, entry points, which are X portal or the uh, Myr application. Um, you know, it's, it's a seamless, seamless interaction to to kind of dive in to this ecosystem uh, on top of that as soon as x portal goes live we will have debit cards attached to our bank accounts that allow us to seamlessly top up our debit cards allow us to seamlessly swap our us dollar for any of these uh, tokens on the uh, the x exchange and if in a scenario where the market is bullish people are holding their their assets and people are demanding them people are buying them them, you know, the prices will go up. So there will be just, uh, there will be significantly fewer questions of concern over why is locked max locked for four years as rewards? Why can't I transfer this asset to another account? Why can't I this? Why can't I that? It, the entire mentality will shift to a perspective of, of what's the opportunity here? What What is being built here? How long will this last? And in a bull market, for goodness sake, I mean, everybody is, is sees the future. We feel the power of, of these tools. And um, it's a valid concern. As I said, the liquidity and and diluting it among these assets, um, but just you know the the power of the bull market is just as powerful as the bear market. Um, so that's that's just the response that I have about this question of attracting new liquidity and building out the X exchange uh, so that it attracts more outside users. Um, you know, it's 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 something that we'll just have to witness and and trust our intuition. And if our intuition or conviction is lacking, then you know, dive in, ask the difficult questions, check yourself. Don't uh, follow one same narrative and and just you know allow yourself to be followed uh, rather led blindly. Um, I, I feel the way that I do because I've spent a great amount of time uh, investing in, into uh, understanding why these tokens. And why Multiverse X could be a, a platform that does truly onboard the next one billion? I'm convinced, and at this point, um, I'm, I'm also convinced that it's it's a waiting game. And that if 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 you're here on the fence push yourself. Are, are you a hell yes or are you a no? If you're a no, then and then see about getting to a hell yes so that we can all be on the same team of, of just having positive conversation, uh, critiquing, not for the sake of, of, of putting down, but rather for the sake of, of educating each other and uh, building a community that, that's firm and positive and uh, just reaffirming. Uh, yeah, definitely. We are on the cusp of a huge shift uh, in the ecosystem, especially with the new products coming out, it's definitely going to be, it's hard to tell how it, all of this uh, will uh, 
take effect. I mean, of course, uh, on paper, something might seem one way, but uh, when put in practice, it can be totally different as with anything in in life in general. So uh, it, it will, the one thing is for sure is 2023 for Multiverse X will be more than exciting considering all the products that are coming, all the changes that are at the at the doorstep. It's it's gonna be electrifying to say the least. I'm excited. I know I'll be here. I'll be ups and downs, sideways, everything here to take it all in. <laughs> and uh, we're shortly running out of time. So I mean, we're over time anyway. But <laughs> I see that no more community questions have been left in the comment section. So I can say that I can slowly wrap it up. Uh, I want to thank you guys again for coming out and sharing knowledge and your insights. You guys are absolutely great at what you're doing and uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you and 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 learning from you basically as well. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much once more for having us. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited if, you know, everybody couldn't tell about what's going on. But, uh, you know, I, I always encourage people to ask questions uh, rather than making statements. Uh, so, yeah, it's been great to have this opportunity to share a little bit about why I'm so excited. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, it's, it's uh, great to be challenged with what the future will hold. And, and, um, it's up to all of us to, you know, kind of take initiative and, 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 and lead one another. And, um, you know, as I already mentioned, just be a team and, uh, grow together. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's my pleasure. Uh, I can say that it's definitely worth it, worth it to stay this late. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I know. Yeah. It's what time is it over there? It's like one, two forty, two forty. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, staying up for so late. And anyone listening, uh, make sure you guys uh, check out uh, Stephen's uh, profile on Twitter. He has a lot of great threads, knowledgeable person, as you've just heard. And he always puts out uh, good content. So make sure you follow him uh, on his account. So, um, yeah. That's about it, uh, gentlemen. Thank you. Lastly, again, I know I've been saying thank you too much, but uh, that's just the way of the situation because I know every schedule is different. So uh, have a good evening and uh, see you guys next time. Maybe we, we, we can get you on another subject because we'll be doing these uh, Twitter spaces uh, for, the, for the next uh, weeks as well. So... Yeah, happy to uh, join yeah, in, but I'll to. definitely be a listener. <laughs> All righty. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. All guys. right. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks again. Have a good evening. Have Bye. a good one. Take care.